Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dibbavoise. If you have an idea, it can't do anything until you write it down, turn it into a plan. Well, we're going to talk about how to make that plan successful, how to write a business plan. Who better than the man from Business Power Tools, Berg Franklin? Biz Plan Builder. I've used it. You can too. Pull up a chair, sit on down. Business planning is on the table, and we're serving it up now, right here on Business Soup. Berg, welcome again to this serving of Business Soup. John, good morning. Thank you very much. Great to be here. It's always a pleasure to have you. You are the creator of what is now known as the Business Power Tools. So often I talk about the importance of having the right tools, the people around you, and you have created a website that empowers my audience of business owners on those aspects of the business, the templates that help them move their business forward. In particular, the one I started off with over 20 years ago with you was Biz Plan Builder. It is so important to create a plan, not only to guide you through where you're going, but also for tax purposes. Biz Plan Builder, how did that come to be in what is now known as the business power tools? Many years ago, I worked for the Sharper Image Catalog as the electronics buyer and later as the catalog copywriter. I also sold some word processors back in the 80s. <laughs> word processors, yes. That's when the Mac came out, the IBM PC came out. So I was out in Silicon Valley at the time, and I was helping people write data sheets. I made a color catalog for an electronics company, a number of different things. And a friend of mine had a deal going with Apple. They wanted to buy his engineering software, but they wanted to see his business plan because they wanted to be assured that he'd be around in the future to update the software, support it, and all that. I knew that a business plan really needed, it was more of like a kind of like a giant sales brochure or an elaborate sales brochure, if you will. And in this case, you know, we also knew that different people in Apple would be looking at it. Just like when you sell word processors, it's a complex sale. Different people in the organization have different biases, interests, perspectives, responsibilities, and they're all going to see it differently. But this document needed to go through the organization to convince them the different people, the marketing guys needed to know he's going to make it. Well, anyway, long story short, we got the deal. And over time, over the next year or so, people came to me with their business plans. You know, they, they've got some really brilliant ideas in Silicon Valley. They just weren't getting funded. And so I helped fill in all the missing parts that they needed to convince the investors to give them the money. And then one day I realized what I saw was that the fundamental structure of a business plan is pretty much universal. So I took all the content that I had and redacted anything that was proprietary and filled it in and replaced it with some multiple choice options. So you're never left wondering what to write, what to say, what you're looking for. And then I created this template that people could use. And that was 30 years ago. That's what became Biz Plan Builder. Right. And I remember going through the template way back then, and I'm looking at the examples. And I didn't realize all of the aspects of my business that I needed to understand until I was going through questions of myself that were being brought up in examples within the program inside of Biz Plan Builder. It drugged me across the finish line because it's so impossible to sit down and say, all right, I'm going to write a business plan and then stare at a blank page of paper. Well, that's what most templates offer you. They offer you some kind of like a table of contents. And some ideas like, oh, describe your management team here. But there's no idea what to say and what that should look like, let alone what investors and lenders are actually looking for and why. And so that's what we built into the, the entire thing. And it's evolved over 30 years. So 
especially if you're going to you know, leave your day job to go do your dream job. I'd like to think people have got some idea that, oh, this would be really great in the world. I want to help that person turn that idea into a profitable business. Yet, so if you're going to leave your business, spend your life savings, whatever you're going to do. Of course, today, a lot of people are out of work. They're looking, what can I do instead? Well, you could either write your own business plan or you could write them for other people. Nevertheless, the idea would be before you risk everything, you want to write it down on paper, at least go through this. Like you said, the business plan builder is overkill. It's got a lot more than you need, but at least you've thought about certain things and said, no, I'm not doing that. Delete that paragraph. So it's kind of like you go through it first and you pair out the parts you're not going to use, but you're left with a lot of guidance as to what to actually say and think about. And then there's the financial models. You want to do the math on this thing to make sure this business makes some sense financially because you really want to enable yourself to go for it. It's going to take three to five years, if not longer, of your life for sure. And then more money than you think probably to put it together. And if you're going to bring in outsiders, like, well, friends and families for starters, but then outside investors and then professional investors like venture capitalists, this is a long road to go on. You really want to have this plan figured out. The fact that it's software enables you to update it, change it, keep it up to date. And the fact that there's so much guidance in it helps you really do this. It's not nearly as painful as some people think. The emergence or the explosion of the online e-commerce sites has been quite explosive. Everybody is selling the same thing that they're buying anyway, but now everything is coming via the mail or delivery trucks, whether it be Amazon, Shopify, or a host of other online People are creating these businesses, and I've always found that the first thing you got to do is write it down. And, of course, I've shared my five points, the success, that is the idea, the plan, the people, the execution, and the solution. Remove any one of them, and your business will fail. And with Biz Plan Builder from Business Power Tools, you can have at least that process, that first step, and then move on to the other services that Business Power Tools through Business Soup offers. So, When I enter the information, where does it go? Does it reside in my computer? Do I risk losing it? Is there a cloud that my plan can go into and I can share from there? How does that work? It's all cloud-based now. BizPlan Builder has evolved to an online dashboard where we've added all of our other products that evolved over the last 30 years as well. So it's, it's all these things that people don't really realize how much is involved in building a business. And so you don't need all the tools at once, of course, but eventually... And this has been our experience. We've added them. They've all came from real life experiences. And so between the marketing plan, which picks up with the business plan leaves off the public relations plan, that includes 20 plus sample press releases. We really are enabling you to do a lot of this yourself. Sure. You're going to hire consultants. We advocate consultants. We even have a directory of consultants who can help people yet. You know, this is a great way to start doing these things yourself, understand the process. So when you do hand it off to other people, You know what you've got, and they can log right into your dashboard and work with you right there. So there's a real economic benefit. One end of the spectrum is completely done for you, which is the most expensive. And then there's do-it-yourself, which is time-consuming. You may screw it up. And then in the middle of that bell curve is done with you. (laughs) So there's a big range of things you you can do together and collaborate. And you can collaborate with your own team. And we give you instructions and video and all that to do it. But really, the thing is, is to really have thought through it. So like in your case with the business plan, If you just read it and went through it and consider these different things, the gravitas, the certainty, the uh, confidence you have when you talk to investors, because they may not read your whole business plan. They don't read it at first. They'll read maybe two pages to see if you're in the ballpark of what they might be interested in. But trust me, when they get to the point of writing a check for anywhere from $50,000 to $50 million or more, they're going to read 30 pages because they want to know what you know. They're betting on you. 
And so first you give a great first impression because you know what you're talking about. You can answer the questions. I can't tell you how many investor presentations I've been to where the investors will ask pretty common sense kind of questions. My favorite is what if you get hit by a bus? You know, and I've seen <laughs> entrepreneurs stand there like a deer in headlights getting ready to be hit by a bus and they can't answer the question. The answer is, is obvious. A, I've got a team. So the team's built in because in the past, there was a computer company in Silicon Valley called Eagle Computer. Long story short, company goes public, CEO buys the obligatory Ferrari, enjoys some champagne, wraps the car around a tree and kills himself. Where's Eagle Computer today? They're gone. Investors do not forget this kind of stuff. It's kind of like Fire Island, Theranos, WeWork, these other right. places. So you've really got to have your act together and understand the business because the three big questions anybody's going to ask you, whether they're customers, investors, your friends or family, your mom, they're going to say, why your product? Why now? And why should people buy it from you? And that's really the, the main thing that the investors, everybody's betting on the jockey. They're betting on you. You're right. You could ride a dozen different horses. Take electric cars, for example. I can imagine venture capitalists have probably a dozen meetings or so with companies coming. Oh, we've got the greatest electric car idea. Finance us. Just because you've got an electric car concept, they're going to see a dozen more of those somewhere. So they can, that's why they won't do NDAs. But what they're looking for is they're looking for which team that they believe really has the wherewithal to pull this off. And if we go back to your part about the directors and the advisors, we even include letters back in the management description section of the plan. We say, okay, list your advisors here, list your directors there, and the information about them in the whole thing so the investors can see, oh, you've got some people to call when you've got something that goes wrong or you need some help or some outside guidance. You've got them right there on your phone, but you have to make them an offer. So we've included a whole bunch of peripheral documents that go with the business plan to really enable you to put the whole package together so you're not standing there in front of investors missing some pieces when you could have these nice letters that would invite advisors. It's a little different to invite a director, but the idea is and you can use these templates over and over again and send them right out of the system. And then you store these letters in the system. What you're building here is what people need to remember is that your business is a product too. And someday right. you sell that as some polished gem. And what you're going to have is this business power tools dashboard can go with it. And in there is going to be the repository of the letters to directors and advisors, your financial models, your business plan, your employee policies, your safety plan, all your procedures, all the deals you've made. You know, you can imagine this is like handing over, you're selling the log books of the business to whoever's going to buy it. And it's going to add a lot of value. So it's, it's so back to you also asked, how is it saved? Well, it's saved online. We've got our hosting people, you know, we've got people professionally backing it up. I don't know how often I get calls from people who've lost their program. Their computer crashed. They lose the app. They have to re-download the app. And, of course, we could save the document. Oh, yes. Or you lose your computer. And that, and back when I first wrote my business plan, the first one I ever wrote, man, if I lost that computer, which was the size of my house, it would be a little tough to lose. But if, if the system crashed, I lost everything. If I didn't print it, then I didn't have a backup. Right. It's all backed up. I can show you a picture of the building where the, the main servers are. I mean, you know, it's, and it's multiply backed up all over the place. So it's that's the least of my worries, really. Work could blow up, but your business plan will still be there. In addition to the fact that you need a business plan, it's like a map. You go out the driveway. Where are you going to go? You're going to go left or right, straight ahead. You're going to look for the traffic. It helps you see where you're going in your own business. But also, as we've talked about with our tax man, about a plan. If you're going to convert or a hobby into a business, you better have a plan 
because you have to treat any business, home-based or otherwise, like a business. And as we talk about with Sandy Bodkin from the tax bot, you have to have a plan as well. And here's a great way to create that plan. And here at Business Power Tools, you have a litany of products that include things from the plan, financing plan, contract templates, marketing strategies. And one of my least favorite services is OSHA, how to ride an OSHA safety plan. If you don't write one, OSHA will come in and remind you that you didn't write one, and there's a penalty that goes along with that. Anytime you forget something, there's a government entity that will remind you of where you went wrong. When they're all looking for money, they're desperate for cash. Yes. And they're going to come in, you know, OSHA is going to pay you a courtesy visit and, you know, come in and look around all your stuff. And, you know, most businesses, unless you have a machine shop out back, but still, even then, they want to see what, what's your kitchen safety like? What's this like? What, how are you doing this? And the safety plan is so easy to use. I joke, the OSHA person could be at the front desk. The receptionist calls you and says, OSHA's here for a courtesy visit. And you go, uh-oh. You could download the safety plan by the time the OSHA guy made it back to your office. So you'd have something. So really what you've got is you're showing intent to, to be safe, to take care of your people. So OSHA can't get you there. But also having the plan and actually reading it, there's a menu tree. You can check the boxes. Right. If you're in the logging industry, you click the logging boxes. You're probably not. But if you have you know, cryogenics, if you've got an accounting firm making rocket fuel in the basement, this will work for you. <laughs> you know? But the idea is you check the box. It automatically fills in your company name. There's not a whole lot of editing you need to do. It's completely fully customized. We can edit everything you want. Put your logo, put graphics in it, all that stuff. And print it out to Word if you want. I recommend keeping it online so you can keep it up to date. But the idea is you'll see some things like, oh, OSHA's going to be looking for that tape on the floor around the machines. It'll tell you that kind of stuff. And you have to have that up-to-date gigantic poster that's on the wall that is updated frequently. And you have to have the current poster up on a wall at a certain height in a certain area where employees will see it, regardless of the number of employees that you have. Well, there's a lot of these companies that will consolidate all those notices into this one poster. Right. Some of the, it's, it's impossible to read. I recommend for your best safety is go to your own state, click on, we'll give, we have links, go and get all the free posters from your own state. They'll be in multiple languages. They'll be the ones from the actual state. It's hard to argue with the fact that you've got the latest poster because you got it right off your own government right there. So it's easy enough to do it. It's free. We put the links in there. We make it as, as complete as possible. There's so much to do in building a business. That's the thing. Back to the plan even. You know, people, why do I need a plan? Well, if you're going to work with other people and you want to coordinate what, who's doing what, where, when, uh, it's good to have at least written down and discuss it and, and work, work it out on paper first. As Buckminster Fuller said, a mistake in the field requires a checkbook. A mistake in your plan requires an eraser. Maybe better say that the other way around. <laughs> you know, so you know you you don't want to make those mistakes in the field where you have to fix it with a credit card or a checkbook. That's right. In this cashless society, you better be able to whip out that plastic. For those of you who would like to know the five key points to writing a business plan before you start something. Ask yourself these five questions. Do you have the idea? Do you have a plan? Who are the people? What is the execution? And last but certainly not least is what is the solution? Are you solving a problem? If you can solve a problem for your audience, your customers, then you have a product that can be sold. 
you have to have those five key elements. For those five points, go to bizsoup.com, as always, where you can listen to this podcast as well as link to business power tools. And you can check out for yourself all the resources that we're offering you through BizSoup with business power tools. Perk, there's so many things we can talk about from contract templates to marketing strategy, stock options and such, and employee policy handbooks. It's all available and more through Business Power Tools. Thanks for being a part of this serving of Business Soup. Thanks, John. My pleasure. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.